there's no um i mean the other thing is is that and this again this you know this this crops up in a number of of, of philosophers but it doesn't necessarily have to be a sense of threat hmm. um when we're talking about you know two two worlds uh, somehow kind of you know coalescing or bumping into each other there's no diminution of who and what you are um hmm. for this when, when this takes place um, in some respects, I mean, Hegel would say this, and 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 you know, a number of the postmoderns would say this as well. In, in a sense, it's a, it's an enhancement of who you are because it kind of throws your sense of self into sharp relief when you engage with somebody else, and they go, and you think, oh, well, that's how their world works. That's how they're living their lives. Mm. That's not how I live my life. I was mm. judging you, but that's so that maybe that maybe this has helped me clarify. Well, if I don't behave the way you do, then how do I behave? Or oh, maybe this is why. I do, mm. and it may not be even. It may be. It may not even be conscious. I mean, I have you know one of my closest friends at the moment um, is somebody who you know I would never have, have you know anticipated necessarily mm. being a friend with. I mean, I could anticipate. I could. I could kind of anticipate that we would be friends in a sense mm. because we have there's some obvious shared interests. Uh, we have a kind of a shared cynicism about the, <laughs> about the world. You know, we're interested in the same kind. You know, we have the same aspirations for, for, for ourselves and humanity and so on. Mm. And so in a sense, it's almost as if we already operate in a similar world. Yeah. Uh, but as I, you know, I met somebody a few years back um, and, you know, very, very different person. I mean, you yeah. know, some some similar points of contact. But, you know, and you kind of think, well, where's the point of contact? You know, where's what what, what is it that, that, that allowed that kind of that kind of overlap? Mm-hmm. Um, when the kind of the you know the the, the kind of the, the meniscus on the on the bubble kind of you know breaks down mm-hmm. and they they overlap. Um, and not entirely sure. Oh, I wonder part. I wonder sometimes whether part of it is simply to do uh, with with will, just with the act of will. I mean, a lot. I mean, eighteenth century philosophers were big big on the idea of human you know human beings being distinguished from the rest of the world mm. um the animal world and whatever because we have will i mean it's, you know, it's kant's ethics is based on the idea of will mm. that even though there are all sorts of things which would might which might make you want to do something in a particular way or act in a particular way and it could be your instinct or it could be circumstances your will your mm. ability to stand above that and say i won't do this or i will do this overall oh you know should uh, should transcend all of that. Mm. We, we should have, you know, our will allows us to overcome and transcend all these other things. And maybe sometimes you just think, you know, there is difference between me and you. Mm. But for some reason, I actually want to inhabit your world. I actually want this to work for yeah. whatever reason. It could be a selfish reason. You maybe feel in need of companionship, or you may think, you know, that the other person might be in need of companionship, or there may we be in all sorts of circumstances. Uh, and you think, okay, I'm going to make this work. Yeah. I'm going to bring these. I'm going to bring Apollo 13 astronauts back through a sheer act of will. We're going to think our way through this. We're going to make it happen. We're not just going to. We're not just going to accept. Mm. Yeah, you know, the way things are. We're gonna we get you know. Um and maybe that's it. Maybe we sometimes maybe we, we, we just have to kind of say, No, this is and I'm not good at this, I have to say. Yeah. I mean sometimes I, I, I do you know, I do often collapse into oh, you know, well, that's just the way things are in and it's never it can never change. That's just the way things are, you know, mm. it's destiny. We're stuck with this now. I'm stuck with this. Uh, you know. uh, and you get yourself kind of bleak about it, but sometimes you just you know, sometimes maybe you just have to say, Well, an exercise of will. Yeah. You know, I don't want I don't want my world to be like this. I want to be I want my world to be like that. Yeah. Um and so I'm going to make that happen somehow or other. Um Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think it's to do it's something a little bit little bit to do with age as well. As you get older mm. it seems like it's harder 
to to mm. to to um, yeah, make those that change. But I'm um, yeah, I'm definitely that kind of person where you're going along and everything seems fine, and um, you know almost for no reason. Let's just let's just throw this away and just do something else. You know, I've got I've got that kind of kind of um, thing going. Well, part of me wants to you know permanence and make sure everything's okay mm. so we can move forward. But I would probably get you know probably get uh, uncomfortable with comfort. Let's do something else. You know? <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. As you say, when you've got more, I mean, when you feel you've got more to lose and you've got more to protect. Mm. I'm playing a I'm playing a computer game at the moment. Um, I did find one that I was, you know, a role-playing game, which I, you know, fancy playing, and I'm getting quite into it. Um, and you know, you kind of start out as just like a, 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 a roving sort of adventurer, and then you kind of get your little team together of people, mm. uh, and then as you start kind of doing more stuff, you eventually establish a kingdom for yourself, and you've got this whole. Uh, and I am saving the game more often now than I did at the beginning because I've got far more to lose. Yeah. So it's kind of, okay, I've got a decision to make here. Before it was kind of, okay, let's just wade into this battle. If I lose, well, okay, that's fine. Um, now it's kind of, okay, you know, should I get into this battle or not? Maybe I'll save it now. So you know, if I get into this battle and, and I lose half my team, mm. who I've built up uh, and equipped, um, that's too big a hit. Mm. You know, I can't afford that change. Maybe that's, maybe that's part of it. Maybe it's, it's, it's the Funny we could do that in real well. life. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, but you'd be doing it all the time, you know. Yeah, you'd be, yeah. you know, you'd be saving at every point. You'd be, you know, you'd be sat there having breakfast. Now, maybe I'll just save this, save my life just before I just uh, before I have cornflakes for breakfast, just in the case in case I get to the end of eating cornflakes and it's not satisfying. I'll go back and have Weetabix instead, and you'd just be pissing around with that. You'd never be able to make a, you know, I think you know, you'd never be able to make uh, a, a, a a concerted judgment, a, a kind yeah. of a, a, a solid judgment. Because you'd always be second guessing yourself, I and mean, I think part of you know this is very Picard, really. But you know, part of the human condition is yeah. we make judgments we have to live with. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, it's a bit like it's a bit like you know, um, there was a statistic I saw the other day that there have been more photographs taken in the last I don't know ten years than were taken in the previous mm. forever mm. Um, since photography was created. It's because you don't have to you, you don't have to exercise selective judgment anymore over what you photograph. It's yeah. kind of I can just take random photographs, photographs of my food, photographs of my private parts. Not that I do that, but I mean I know there is a body of people who go out <laughs> and do that. Um, you know, photographs of you know my cats, endless photographs of cats, uh, just loads of stuff you can take because it doesn't matter anymore. Whereas you know when you used to have a camera which had twelve shots in it mm. or twenty four, you know if you if you were lucky. You had to be you had to be more circumspect. Yeah. You had to be more thoughtful about okay, well, how am I going to use these shots? Because once they're done, then okay, I can put a new film in, but that's quite expensive. Yeah. Um. Uh, and also, I've got to develop it as well, and it takes time, and so I need to get the instant gratification. You can't see your results mm. until they all come back. So you can't. By the time your results come back and you've realised you've taken a crap shot, which has got your thumb in the way, it's too late because the moment's moved on. Mm. You know. Now we don't have to. The um, other the other the other side of the coin to that is um. We we're um, old enough to not have to worry about uh, what we did and what was recorded in our teens and twenties. Yeah, it's all yeah. available on the internet. You know? That's true. That's true. Uh, <laughs> although you although you have seen the SK seventy nine form. Yes, yes, yes. It's a marvelous, <laughs> marvelous feature. <laughs> yes. So yeah, yeah, we don't. Yeah, you know, our, our lives aren't chronicled in the same in in the same way. So you thought, they? you know, younger people would be more careful about taking a picture that they know can be referenced. Mm, it's going to be out in the future. There. 
Yes, yeah. And it's interesting what, what uh, again, permanence and change. It is interesting where people anchor you. Uh, because the whole business of permanence, I mean, yeah, we want a sense of permanence. We want our place in the world. Um, we want to make sure that, you know, that, that you, know, you know, we want job security. We want, you know, we want our friends to kind of continue to love us. Um, you know, we want, you know, we want our, 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 our scientific laws to continue to work, um, you know, one day to the next. We want all of that stuff. So the permanence there. Um, but there are some things where permanence is, 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 is imposed upon you. Mm. That we don't like so much. So a good example, you know, you, you know, if in our current day, you know, if you were out having a good time, as you used to do back in the old student days, yeah. uh, and you know, you you you're in a pub, you're having a good time, you drop your trousers like mooned, you know, everybody, and somebody took a photograph of that. Yeah. Okay, and that photograph now is is uploaded. Suddenly, it's all over the net. Yeah. Uh, and that suddenly is you. You know, Danny now becomes yes. Danny the ass man because that's it now. That's 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 who you are. Yeah. Um, and it's really difficult mm. um, for people to kind of break out of the immediacy of uh, the immediate impact of an image that's put up there because it's everywhere. Mm. You know, it's not just in your village; it's everywhere, and you become associated with that. Um, and you get that kind of thing happening where you know family members um, perceive you permanently mm. forever mm. Um, as they last saw you maybe when you were growing up mm. and they and they've they've got you kind of you know they've got you pinned, yeah. you know they've got you kind of you know penned down peg pegged down as okay that was danny little danny used to do this mm. that's how he used to be very shy young lad you know he couldn't you know uh, not very not very good with the ladies oh you got married oh gosh oh, i've never seen that coming mm. because they they're already kind of that was not danny danny was a total ladies man when mm. i first met him <laughs> uh, <laughs> By which I mean he knew some ladies, <laughs> but yeah. But I mean, it's you know, getting getting kind of you know, we don't like the idea of being pigeonholed. That mm. somebody feels that it can categorise you. Yeah, mm. this is who you are. This is how you behave. These would be your opinions, and that's that's the permanent kind of model of who and what you are. Yeah, um, we hate that. Yeah, you know, yeah. we hate to be characterised in that way. Um, uh, uh, you know, we like people to say, well, you know, I'm a different person. Yeah, to the person I was, I I, I once was. I watched um. I'm quite excited about this. Mm -hmm. um, there was a TV series uh, with, uh, I think it was Nicola Walker, called Unforgotten. I think it's called Unforgotten. Mm -hmm. It's available on, on Netflix now. And it's cold case stuff. So mm -hmm. it's kind of, you know, they find a body that's been, you know, missing for you know, 20, 30 years. And then they're trying to piece together what happened to it. Mm -hmm. um, largely because you know, even though it's 20, 30 years ago, there are people who are still influenced mm. by this. There, there are ripples, and people are still suffering from all of this. Uh, and there's the endless instant. There's a lot of kind of discussion as a subtext about whether, after the you know, thirty years ago, are the people who were still involved in the investigation are they the same people mm. as they were back then? You know, can they still be judged on, uh, on, 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 on their actions thirty years ago, or are you judging different people mm. then? And there was one woman in one of the early episodes uh, who, you know, when she was a teenager, when she was like 16, 17 or whatever, and she ran away to London, she got involved with some 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 fascist, you know, um, skinhead boy um, uh, and they and, con and committed a number of kind of you know, racial attacks and so on. Mm. Um, now, in a, in a, like I said, now in her 40s. She's married to a black guy, uh, and she's helping to run some kind of you know football team for for, for you know for local kind of black kids living on an estate and so on. Mm. Um, and uh, you know, and it turns up somehow somebody digs up this uh, the, the, the truth about you know about her past. Yeah, 
Um, and everybody turns against her, and they're all painting kind of you know you know signs on her house and chucking bricks through her window. Mm. And she becomes almost suicidal. She's about to come throw herself off a bridge mm. because of because of all of this. And even the kind of you know the guy, there's a young black lad who's who she's been kind of helping to tutor and making sure, you know, trying to get him to kind of break out of his kind of you know out of the the the, the kind of um, uh, a kind of urban. Uh, a state that he's living on where the only choice that a lot of the kids had was just to kind of you know smoke drugs mm. um and kind of just you know mess up their lives you know you don't have to do this you know take your gcses you know mm. try and somehow kind of educate yourself out of this i'll pick you up i'll take you to school and she's doing all of this and even mm. he turns against her because of the shock of it all yeah you know, husband turns against her. uh but then slowly but shortly they after the initial shock they begin to think you know hang on a minute mm. i mean this is not the woman i know yeah. The woman I know is a loving, caring person who doesn't have those kind of inclinations anymore. Um, who realizes, you know, and is, is is deeply ashamed by the kind of the, the things she did in the past. Mm. And yet she did those things. You know, somebody did those things yeah. in the past. Uh, was it her? Is that you know? So that I find that fascinating. Mm. You know, the things you once were. Do you carry that with you? Are you you know? We get all this, these stories now about you know, about you know, you know, for example, you know, lots of stuff about kind of you know. Uh, performers in the 70s being involved in kind of you know sexually what we would consider to be sexually inappropriate activities and mm. so on and the, and the defense is often well you know they were different times we are different people this is not how this is not what we are is that a justifiable defense i don't know well some there are some things that you that you can't you know you can't justify that oh yeah um you know there were different times it, 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 i think it's it's that is difficult um, to say that, but what I was, what I was thinking is like we're talking about judgment here and judging judging people, and you're you're judging someone from the from the past and the present, and how it's different. What I was thinking of, of is now we can we can easily judge people, um, so um, very very quickly through like social media. So in mm. the past, I was thinking, um, you know, the distant past. All you had is what your house looked like, what your what clothes you wore. Mm. Maybe if if you were famous, in some way you're a writer. You're 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 mm. writing, or maybe mm. you know the, the 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 there was something written about you in the press, and then so people could kind of either form get an informed opinion on that if they're clever, or just take whatever anyone says about you, and you then you couldn't you know you couldn't defend yourself. Um, but now, um, it's like uh, you know things like uh, Facebook. You can you can you can um, say what you like about yourself and create an image of yourself, and you can mm. you can you have photos. You can say, well, I like these types of things or like that type of thing. And then you have a a kind of um, a, a portal for someone to then judge who you are. You know you're being judged. But mm. even that. Now we have, you know, um, Twitter, and you can be judged on one tweet, on a yes. couple of sentences you say. Yeah. yeah? Yes. You can yes. completely be judged. That's who you are. You're this type of person because mm. you said this. Yes. You know, and uh, I, that's, I think there's something there to be um, esca- uh, excavated. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, yeah, you've probably gone through this as well. I think anybody, any of our listeners who who, who work in in you know in any kind of you know um, um, corporate context or institutional context, we're always you know we're always getting um, um, 
um, professional training courses that we have to do normally online and it's kind of oh we do this uh, uh, and there's invariably one about kind of you know uh, um, internet security um, and one of the questions that one of the things that crops up is is the permanence of your of your digital footprint mm. that you know you create that kind of digital footprint and that sticks with you I mean mm. it's gonna that's just there you know and if you if you send out an email you send out a tweet or you post something uh, you know, on on social media, mm. um, that's not going away. And sooner or later, if, you know, hopefully, you know, and let it, if if we don't have a particular power that somebody wants to subvert for their own use, mm. um, then nobody's going to be particularly bothered to to, to capitalise on that on that 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 permanent digital footprint. But if you actually have something that somebody wants. Mm. People can go back and and, well, that was and find that. One of the reasons I I I stopped using Facebook. One of the reasons there are many reasons. Mm. But one it, was of the, that, it was that photograph, wasn't it? Yeah, that that you know that photograph. You know, I, I I don't know. I was drunk. You know, what can I say? Yeah, yeah. No. I mean, dressing up like Wittgenstein <laughs> like that. You know that Wittgenstein's family and his entire estate would come for you. Yeah, I mean, I I yeah, I do use it now, but uh, very like sparingly. Um, mm. But. Um, I've seen people, you know, in different um, uh, workplaces I've been, um, use Facebook to judge people that they, mm. that work that they work with, or maybe mm. potential people who are going to work with, and that disturbed me a bit. I didn't like that because yeah. I wouldn't do that. No. Oh, oh it, no. it's this guy. Let's find out all about him. And that's mm. like, well, I don't know. It's 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 like. You know, you wouldn't you wouldn't go and find where someone lives and you know peer over their garden wall, wouldn't you? <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah, no, 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 you wouldn't. You wouldn't. You wouldn't well, yeah, we'll go no, and see no. see what they're doing at their you know their their mm. their place of work and who are they friends mm. with. But I suppose you know we are we're uh, we're opening opening ourselves to that by being on these mm. platforms. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. And as you say, I mean, you know. Talking about you know the permanence change again. Uh, I mean, it, it is a powerful tool. I mean, the, the social media is a powerful tool because exactly as you say, you can you can change your own. I mean, as well as 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 you know, looking at other people's identities and and whatever that entails, you can change your own identity. I mean, again, for good or ill, you can create constantly changing identities, reinvent mm. yourself mm. on these on these platforms um, as as you know as a creative act. As a, as a, you know, it's not just accidental. You happen to be in a particular place at a particular time. You happen to bump into a particular person in the street, or make an, a particular comment, or get into something. You can sit in front of a screen, mm. uh, and you can say, "Okay, who, you know, who am I going to be?" Mm. Um, uh, and it can be. I mean, you know, that sounds a bit creepy, actually. But I mean, it can be for duplicitous reasons. Yeah. But you know, it can be. I mean, I can, I've said this before, but I can remember going, you know. The, the closest I really got to that, I think, is when I went to university uh, and I decided, I, I had that kind of moment of clarity um, when I realised, well, nobody knows me here. Yeah. Uh, I have no baggage. Back in Jersey, where I grew up, I have baggage. People have already established a permanent identity for me. Yeah. Um, and there's no way for me to escape that because anything I do that deviates from that will look abnormal. Yeah. It will look aberrant in some ways. Oh, why is he doing that? That's not Mike. That's not how Mike You works. can't try something um, new. 
<laughs> no, you can't. You can't do that because you know you can't wear something new because people will judge. And back in the, you know when you're that sort of age, you, you don't want people pointing at you, going, oh, "What are you doing that for?" You know, you you can't be doing that. Um, so you know you had to be careful what you wore and how you spoke and the kind of all that kind of stuff. And you know, um, people expect you to wear like, a cape and a uh, and a exactly and a top hat. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. But when I went to university, I thought to myself, you know what? This is the opportunity. This is mm. my golden opportunity for change mm. to recreate myself and it was an act of will involved in that you know i was quite you know i wasn't i wasn't kind of you know pathologically nervous and and and, and shy but i was a, i was shy as, mm. as a teenager i mean i was not a teenager so but i was very shy mm. uh and you know particularly kind of in the dating game you know i was very very unsure of myself and never you know and, and i found it very difficult to talk to girls and mm. quite quite hard to kind of express my own opinions um, for fear of kind of you know getting shot down mm. and all that kind of stuff, um, and I thought at university I don't have to be this. Yeah, you know nobody knows who I am, so I can now re-engineer myself and I can dress in in the kind of in the philosophical black if I want to, mm. uh, and look kind of a bit moody and a bit kind of you know and a bit uh, a bit distant and um, uh, and like and it worked. You know, mm. people were saying, "Oh, yeah, that Mike. He, he knows a few things." You know, even mm. though I didn't say that much. It, it, it sounded, you know, it looked like I knew what I was talking yeah, about. Yeah. Um, uh, and bit by, but the thing is, bit by bit, I became that person. Mm. You know, it, it became a studied thing to start with. It became a kind of an exercise of of, of will. This is who I want to be. Mm. Uh, and for a while, it was kind of going through motions to make sure I, you know. I kind of you know did that mm. it was like exercise but then eventually I, I kind of that was who I became mm. um and I I did become more confident and I did become kind of you know more academically engaged with 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 stuff and I did become uh you know capable of expressing myself more um and maybe that's it I mean maybe maybe it's it's maybe the changes in ourselves are things that we that we enact that mm. we are involved in there's a lot of stuff about performance in philosophy maybe mm. maybe our lives are a performance you know maybe we have to just be prepared not to not to stick to the script that's given to us but you know maybe write your own script yeah uh you're still on the same stage it's it's, it's very much that kind of you know uh macbeth you know you know life you know is a uh, it's a poor player who struts his and frets his hour up on the stage there's no more i mean we've got those kind of confines we're on that stage um but you know why not, you know, why not flip the script, write your own script for a change? Mm.